Enlightenment Radio, Rupo VSOMU Svidu, Zed Vami 24 Godini Musiki, Prami Translacy Tarmishtasni Pied Devisan Harista Pied Kas Mishtagnoi Podrozi, Tokakom. Sound is good news. Enlightenment Radio is on the air. We're coming to you from the USA. It's uh, 11 o'clock in the morning, our time, and it's, uh, what did I say it was? No, what was the temperature here? 47 here, and you're at uh, Kiev. You are down in the 29th. Same as yesterday. You're very constant with your temperature there, one day to the next. This is your host, Mystic Guide. While my uh, co-producer untangles himself from all those wires <laughs> and the spider in his laptop... <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got a spider in his laptop and he's afraid to use it. <laughs> I just... Oh, jeez. So, we're going to have uh, some news. There's not a whole lot of news going on in your country, except you're only having a war against Russia. Who's the last time anybody had a war against Russia? One full nation. I can't remember. I'm sure some historian remembers one. But uh, they had a war against Afghanistan. Afghanistan kicked their butts and sent them home. After 10 years, sounds like us, doesn't it? What's with those Afghans? They fight in caves. <laughs> They're stoned on their poppy seeds, so they don't feel nothing. You know what uh, <laughs> Trump did? Donald Trump said, you see, uh, you're not going to harm any of our soldiers for the next year, are you? Not one of them. He says, well, no. So uh, Trump, the uh, Taliban leader, says, what is this picture of my house? Why do you have this picture of my house? He says, well, why do you think he's got a picture of your house sitting on your desk? That's the first thing that's going to go if you shoot one of our soldiers. You know what? Not one soldier died within a year. That's how you handle that's, that's a leader. <laughs> Just go show somebody a picture of Putin's house. Somebody find me a picture of Putin's house so we can post it all over the world. And the coordinates and everything, boom. Yeah. So, meanwhile, the eyes of uh, certain eyes are upon you. Parsons Band.
Alan Parsons band from there. That one with the Egyptian eye on it. Don't remember the name. So, I like to hear my voice. So, if there was a way that uh, Russia and the Ukraine could come together and to have a truce, would you do it? We're taking a poll, and I don't know where to sign in for the poll, but... <laughs> We're taking a poll. And out of the poll, out of the people, we heard yesterday a smart man. I ought to play that again. Who says it would only benefit Putin? It would only benefit Putin, Dr. Evil and me, because it would just give him more time before he comes rolling in again with more weapons, better strategy, more ideas. And you would go home signing for signing a truce with less land than you had when you began with. So it's it's not a winner. It's a no brainer. It's not a winner. It's not. You don't sign a truce with the devil. The devil is a liar. It's just like when the devil. Remember the temptations of Christ. The devil comes up to Jesus Christ. If thou be the son of God and bow down and worship me. You see all these kingdoms, these earthly kingdoms, I will give them unto you. Wow, that's quite an offer. You think if Jesus would have done that, he would have given them to him? Hell no. <laughs> First of all, Jesus came back, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. He just quoted the word to him. So the devil couldn't break the word. He couldn't come up against the word. Then he asked him again. Uh, another temptation. Turn this uh, stone into bread, I think. Do not tempt the Lord thy God. He couldn't fool him. Now, you guys shouldn't be fooled either because it's the devil, and you've got Christ on your side. Listen. T be quiet. Listen to the word. Say, uh, well, take Crimea back. We'll take all the land you took during this Eastern Front War, and we'll take all the land you've taken since 1991. Give it back to us. We want all of Ukraine. We want all of our vacation homes back in the Crimea. I want one. I definitely want a vacation home in Crimea if there's peace. There will be peace. There's going to be peace in the Ukraine. I, I just know it. Beautiful country. Oh, I just found out the history of why the name Kiev changed from K-I-E-V to K-Y-V. IV. It has to do with the uh, origin of the spelling was Russian. It was Russian. And so the reporters started changing it to KYIV a few years ago, and it just stuck. So they kept official name now, the official spelling of Kiev is KYIV, when the, uh, they associate the Russian spelling of it as KYIV. I E V and they got rid of it. Naturally, they did. Give sounds the same. Different spelling. It's a Ukraine spelling now. It's the way the reporters spe spell it, and it's the way the uh, news goes. So I think that was an interesting little uh, tidbit, and we'll go with a short song while we get ready for our first story.
Well, I thought that never end. I know who that singer is and that band he comes from, but I don't recognize it right now. Okay, so the next story right now is the uh, Russians have blocks have uh, retreated from a uh, Ukrainian army has captured the bridgehead. <laughs> and Russia is retreating. So here goes the story right now. By the way, look on your website for the Ukrainian translation. I hope you're healthy and well. As the pioneer team, we continue to bring you the struggle between the Russian army and the Ukrainian army to your screens. Today, we will again analyze the latest developments in the region with MAP. According to the latest reports, the Kherson front line and the Donetsk front line are very active. Every day, the Ukrainian armed forces are putting pressure on more and more areas on the Kherson front line and cornering Russian troops more and more. Russian sources are anxious. We can talk about the opposite situation on the Donetsk front line. There is an intense Russian pressure on the Donetsk front line, especially in Avdiivka sector. Russian troops are trying to advance here with intense artillery bombardment and aerial bombardment. Although Ukrainian troops continue to show resistance, the situation is quite difficult. So what is the latest situation on the front line? Let's take a look at the developments together. As the Pioneer team, we continue to convey the Russia-Ukraine war to you. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and turn on notifications so as not to miss our daily map reports and reports on the agenda. Like I said, you can go to the ukraineheartofhope.com and see it, the uh, visual of the news story. With the latest developments on the Kherson front line. First, see the front line on the map. Yes, as we can see, and as you know, there are bridge heads on the eastern bank of the Dnieper River that the Ukrainian armed forces have captured. Also on our YouTube station, Enlightenment Radio, YouTube, you can see the Ukrainian translation and captions. So, depending on what you want. Ukrainian uh, visual is there, too. The visual of the news story and the Ukrainian language translation is on our YouTube channel, Enlightenment Radio. And you can see the visual of the news story on the Ukraine, heartofhope.com. Now, is the uh, Ukrainian captions on the website, too? Oh, really? That's the website? It's just the picture. Okay, well, we're getting there. All right, back to our news story. We see that the Russian pressure on these bridgeheads continue. Ukrainian armed forces are very skillful in repelling Russian attacks on these bridgeheads. In fact, it is quite remarkable that the repelling war of the Russian armed forces in this region has not yielded any results. So let's ask it like this. Are Russian troops really so inexperienced that they cannot repel these bridgeheads, or do the Russian troops not have the power to clear the bridgeheads? According to the latest reports, there has been no significant change in the border lines in the Kherson front line. As mentioned, the Ukrainian armed forces continue their offensive. According to the latest reports, Ukrainian troops supported by artillery units launched an offensive near Poima, Pechanovi, and the forested areas near Krynki. There was no border change in the forested areas where intense clashes took place. However, Russian troops suffered heavy losses during these clashes. Previously, Ukrainian attacks on these forested areas took place again. During these attacks, Ukrainian troops are also conducting reconnaissance activities. In other words, there is a very... According to Russian sources, the developments in the region are of a little interest to the Russian war leadership. Namely, we have known for a long time that the Russian army needs artillery supports in this region. However, the Russian war leadership has still not responded to these demands. The inadequacy of the Russian artillery is further encouraging the Ukrainian armed forces. 
Let us continue with the artillery activity in the region. According to the latest reports, Russian artillery units targeted Ukrainian armed forces positions in Kherson, Antonivka, and Berslav. On the other hand, artillery units of the Ukrainian armed forces hit Russian positions in Ola Peristan, Alyoshki, Podestepsnoi, Cossack camps, and Depriani. Now let's continue by analyzing the latest developments in the Robotny sector of the Zaporizhia front line. As a matter of fact, no territorial changes took place here on the last days of the war. The dominance of the Ukrainian armed forces in the region continues to a great extent. According to the information we have obtained from local sources, there is an attack by Russian troops against Ukrainian troops in the direction of Robotny. However, they've not been able to get results from these attacks. Ukrainian troops continue protected areas. Ukrainian armed forces continue their attempts to advance near Verbov. Intense clashes are taking place in the region. The clashes are particularly concentrated in the hilly areas northwest of Verbov. However, no change has occurred here in the last day. Let us continue by analyzing the latest developments in the Wuholtar sector of the Zaporizhia front line. According to the latest reports, the Russian armed forces launched an offensive northwest of Stromayorsk. As you know, Stromayorsk is under the control of the Ukrainian army. Russian troops had lost control in this region after the prolonged clashes. There are intense clashes that have been going on for some time. However, Russian troops failed to make any gains from these attacks. Let us continue by mentioning artillery activity in the region. According to the latest reports, Russian artillery struck Ukrainian troops in Polagodovtovi, Pechenovtovka, and Vuholdar. On the other hand, artillery units of the Ukrainian armed forces targeted positions of Russian armed forces in Priodny, Zavitnipozhania, Novodonetsk, Novomyrosk, and Pavlovka. Let's continue by analyzing the latest developments on the Donetsk front line. On the Donetsk front line, the Russian armed forces, supported by artillery and aviation, continued to conduct offensive operations in the industrial zone southeast of Avdiivka. In the cooking plant from the northeast, in Stepnoi and Ukrainian-controlled Novobakhmutovka, Russian troops in Novobakhmutovka and Russian troops in Stepnoi made tactical advances. Intense fighting is taking place for the hips northwest of Horilivka. The Ukrainian armed forces want to strengthen their defense lines by seizing tactical areas in the region. According to the latest reports, Ukrainian forces are trying to seize the hills to advance towards the city and the parallel threaten the Russian troops advancing from the northern flanks to Avdeevka. If the Ukrainian armed forces are successful here, they will be one step closer to stopping the offensive in Avdeevka and may be able to halt the advances of the Russian troops, which are carrying out offensive against Avdeevka. Let us continue with the artillery activities in the region. According to the latest reports, Russian artillery units targeted positions of the Ukrainian armed forces in Novomikhailovka, Pobeda, Marinka, Gorogoryivka, the town of Krasnogorovka, Korslachovka, and Novovolovsky, Natoliev, Orechetin, Alexandropol, Sokhalovka, Palka, Newark, and Yezhyotny. Attacks on Ukrainian troops in these areas show that these troops are concentrated in the Herlivka area. Ukrainian artillery units targeted positions of the Russian armed forces in the direction of Krasnogorovka, Donetsk, and Opetny. Let's continue with the Bakhmut front line. According to the latest reports, Ukrainian troops continue to hold positions near Klishchivka. The attacks of the Russian troops on these areas have intensified. However, the Ukrainian army is still defending its positions. 
Ukrainian artillery has a very important role in the defense operation in the region. Russian troops have still not been able to make progress despite their attacks that have been going on for a while. What do you think? Do you think the Ukrainian armed forces will be able to continue advancing on the Kherson front line? Do you think the Russian troops on the Kherson front line have failed? How do you think the situation on the Donetsk front line will be shaped? Do you think there will be changes in borderline? Let me know in the comments. I read and care about all your comments. Well, that's another check off that. Check off that bridge. Ukraine's taking it over. They're taking over bridgeheads. And uh, that seems to be a key to uh, sending back the Russians and not trying. <laughs> another bridgehead in the pocket for Ukraine. I don't think there are a lot. I think they're surrounding that uh, the Nepro area. Isn't that a river? Yeah. And a bridge area. And all of that is being taken back by the Ukraines. And the Russians thought they had them by the uh, you-know-what. And we're going to take that whole area over. You are in tune to Enlightenment Radio, home of the ultimate knowledge of body, soul, and spirit. And unlimited music 24-7. Be sure and visit our website at enlightenment-radio.com. There you can journey through the mystical voyage and also view our schedule of programming. Thank you for listening. Welcome to USS Global. In order not to miss the videos prepared by our team, including the special reports, most up-to-date advances and exclusive contents on the war in Ukraine, you can subscribe to our channel, like our videos, and click the super thanks button below. The war between Ukraine and Russia continues to rage on the eastern and southern axes of the clash zones. Areas outside the battle lines are taking their share of attacks. While Russian troops are trying to make a breakthrough on the eastern front lines, Ukrainian armed forces are storming the southern front lines. Hundreds of Ukrainian military personnel, western main battle tanks, armored vehicles, and a large amount of military equipment are among the elements exacerbating the storm from the south. The purpose of the Ukrainian army launching such an all-out campaign in the south is seen as a distraction for the Russians on the eastern front lines of the war. As you may recall, in early October, the invaders intensified their offensive near Avdivka. 
the Russians are still actively shelling the city and neighboring settlements. According to the Ukrainian military, the invaders are trying to encircle Avdivka, but the Ukrainian armed forces are holding the line. The Russian army, which lost 10,000 soldiers on this front for the sake of the Avdivka dream, has recently resumed its offensive in the Lyman-Kupiansk direction. The Russian invaders are looking for weakness in the defense of Ukrainian troops near Kupiansk and want to reach the borders of Sinkivka in order to achieve more success in the offensive against Kupiansk. The Russians are trying to reach the Oskil River, but Ukrainian forces are blocking the Russians. Opposition forces conducted offensive operations in Mariinka and Novomikhailivka in Donetsk region. Ukrainian defense forces successfully repelled nine of these attacks. Ukrainian defense forces continue their offensive south of Bakhmut, Donetsk region. Russian troops are suffering losses in terms of manpower and equipment, while Ukrainian forces are securing themselves on the reached borders. While the operational situation on the Eastern Front remains challenging, the biggest news of the day comes from Western Zaporizhia. Ukrainian troops are launching counterattacks in the Western Zaporizhia region, and these attacks are confirmed by the Ukrainian general staff. Ukrainian defenders managed to capture the westernmost of the three trenches, located about one kilometer from Robotyne. Geolocation images released today show the advance of Ukrainian defense forces in the area of the T-0408 Orykiv-Tokmak Highway, north of Novoprokopivka. In recent days, Russian military correspondents have reported that the Ukrainian defenders have resumed their offensive against Russian positions along the Robotyne Verbov line, indicating the imminent danger. Ukrainian forces with a massive force of up to 5,000 personnel, hundreds of armored vehicles and western tanks are confidently advancing on the Zaporizhia battle line for an all-out offensive. The previous day, the Russian Defense Ministry claimed that the invaders had repelled Ukrainian attacks near Robotyne and Verbov. However, geolocation images and statements by Russian reporters were enough to refute the Defense Ministry's claims. Today, Russian forces conducted offensive operations in the western Zaporizhzhia Oblast, but failed to make any confirmed progress. A Russian mill blogger claimed that Russian forces launched a series of counterattacks along the Kopani Robotyne Novoprokopivka Verbov line and advanced near Verbov. Mill blogger also claimed that Russian forces had achieved vague tactical successes near Novoprokopivka before heavy rains prevented active fighting. However, we are unable to verify these claims with geolocated imagery. On the other hand, Ukrainian forces hold occupied positions in the area of responsibility of the Odessa Osov in the Kyrgyzstan direction. Ukrainian defenders continue to conduct counter-battery warfare, causing fire damage to the rear of the invaders. Today, the Ukrainian Air Force carried out 11 strikes on the areas of concentration of personnel, weapons, and military equipment of the Russian army. Units of the Ukrainian missile forces struck 11 areas of concentration of personnel, weapons, and military equipment, four artillery installations, a checkpoint, and an ammunition depot of the invaders. In the last 24 hours, Ukrainian border guards destroyed the entire field camp where the Russian invaders were storing anti-tank mines. According to the State Border Guard Service, aerial reconnaissance border guards in the south discovered a camouflaged field depot of anti-tank mines. As a result of a joint operation by the border guards and Ukrainian artillery, the Russian field camp was blown up. 
Also during the day, Ukrainian troops eliminated 639 Russian invaders in Tavria region, while 13 of them chose to surrender. The total number of casualties of the Russian army in the last 24 hours reached 10 to 70 personnel. As it can be seen, the Russian army is not achieving the desired success on the front lines and is getting more and more worn out every day. This wear and tear in the Russian army undermines the morale and motivation of the soldiers and casts a shadow on their combat performance. In order to turn the demoralized state of Russian soldiers into an opportunity, Ukraine is accelerating its attacks both on and behind the front lines. A significant victory is achieved when even the most protected regions are attacked in order to unsettle the mindset of the adversary and demonstrate that there is not a single place for them to hide. In addition, Ukraine is currently considered an expert in this particular subject. As a result of the fact that cities within the Russian Federation are also being targeted by attacks for no apparent reason, Russian citizens are beginning to sense an increasing level of unease. As recently as today, for instance, additional explosions were recorded in the Russian city of Tula. The network appears to be suggesting that air defense systems are operational, as stated by the Russian Shotmash telegram channels. Residents of Tula are uploading videos on the internet, some of which feature the sound of explosions. A cloud of smoke started to roll in just a few minutes after the videos were made public. The Russians assert that drones were responsible for the activation of anti-aircraft defenses since they were seen flying over the city. Officials from Russia have pointed the finger at Ukraine as being the country that is responsible for the attack. People in Russia have reported hearing explosions in the suburbs of Moscow and other locations, and this has been ascribed to the activities of drones. This is something that should be taken into consideration. According to reports from the Russian Ministry of Defense, air defense personnel have shot down 11 kamikaze drones in four different areas. According to Alexei Duman, the governor of the Tula region, the air defense in Tula shot down two drones when they were flying above the city at night. However, one of the drones was involved in a collision with a residence located on the 12th level of a tall structure. The amount of the damage is currently unknown because there has been no declaration made regarding the implications of the attack as of yet. It would appear that the conflict that the leader of Russia launched has been posing a threat to his own country for a considerable amount of time. Despite all of this, Vladimir Putin continues to insist yeah. on thank you for watching us. In order not to miss the most <laughs> videos prepared by our team with the latest news on the front lines and exclusive reports on the war in Ukraine, you, you can subscribe to our from? channel. Well, there you have it. But they don't like the drones and the missiles coming back at them there in Russia. What did you think was going to happen when you attacked Ukraine? You thought they were just going to sit there and have tea, let you get away with North days as normal? Everything is normal? <clears throat> I think they're getting a little taste of their own medicine lot more than they thought. Excuse me while I cough. And so they've got nothing to beef about <clears throat> when a drone smacks her backyard. Yeah, take that, Russia.
from here. Pick again. coming from
this is Enlightenment Radio, talking over their jam session, The Doors, back-to-back. Light My Fire, their number one hit song when they first came out. We'll see you tomorrow at the same time. This is Enlightenment Radio. This is your host, Misty Guide. We'll have more news, hopefully, for you tomorrow. Positive news. That's all I see for you people. You're going to be free pretty soon. Maybe by Christmas. God bless you all. Okay? Keep listening.